This is an Artist Journey podcast, the podcast for people thriving and creating as artists. I'm your host, Malcolm Dewey, and let's begin. And in this um, episode, I'm going to be talking about a subject that uh, is the bane marketing for a lot of artists and and maybe I'm also one who tries to avoid the subject a bit as well. But it's about um, social media marketing for artists and uh, what has been working for me and what hasn't. And maybe a few suggestions and tips I can give you which might be helpful to you if you're struggling with this subject. I'm no um, genius at uh, social media and Quite honestly, I would be quite happy just to email fellow artists and collectors directly and and uh, deal with them in a more personal way. But social media is an amplifying force and is a great way to reach people quickly and also to find new supporters for your art business. So there's no getting away from the potential of social media. I think the biggest um, trap for many people is to put all their faith into social media because it is something you can do in the comfort of your studio or home. It's not uh, face-to-face, so you avoid a lot of that anxiety of dealing with people if you're more of an introverted type. And uh, there's all sorts of products and services that promise to make social media marketing much easier. The result is a lot of people are simply putting stuff on uh, auto post um, software and walking away from it, not really putting enough attention into it. Um, On the other extreme, you've got people who are spending so much time on social media sharing lots and lots of stuff and to the point where they're actually irritating people who are getting too frequent posts or the quality of the posts is poor and is more of an intrusion on someone's timeline. If you're doing all of these things incorrectly, it's going to be frustrating. So um, after about five years of slowly but surely learning a few things along the way, uh, more out of um, necessity than particular desire, but I have learned a lot of things and I've enjoyed a lot of the process and feedback I've got through various social media channels. So which social media channels should you as an artist be using? There's so many that it would be irresponsible to suggest a particular one or two or even three that you must use. I think you have to use what you enjoy and where you enjoy spending your time. Having said that, I suppose everyone will is automatically thinking you have to be on the Facebook uh, system out of sheer weight of numbers. It is the giant gorilla and you can't ignore it. And that's probably true. Um, my experience with Facebook has been up and down, but overall probably fairly consistent in the past couple of years and mainly because Facebook has regulated the timeline experience to a point where if you've got a business page you pretty much know that any post you post now you're going to get in the region of about 18 to 25 um, likes before it just disappears. 
it's almost um, uncanny how consistent it has become and if you want to reach more people you've got to boost the post and pay some money there are ways to generate more organic traffic certainly you can do that the problem for me with that approach is i'm spending too much time trying to tweak organic reach through facebook so my approach these days is to treat facebook as a a regular place that i do post but not really more than once a day i know that's not much i'd probably regard that as the bare minimum however i do find that if i post much more than that it becomes more of an intrusion i think facebook timelines are extremely busy they're not particularly friendly user experiences find it quite distracting and very often annoying and i know facebook's been trying to make the experience better for users and perhaps throttling back organic reach through pages has been the result so the approach with each post that i put on facebook is to try and make it a good post a visually appealing and give it a a short comment i don't expect people to read long posts on their timeline unless it's really important stuff two three maybe four lines of text is plenty if it's an image it's either of one of my paintings uh, which has been correctly formatted and sized so it's not too large and i've also made whatever adjustments to make the photo look as good as it should then also um, blog posts when i post a blog just about once a week that also gets shared as well with the blog post image which is also sized correctly and is made to be as appealing as possible with some text on it that is helpful and complements the the image there's also a specifically drafted text for that post and which gives an introduction and briefly explains why somebody should read it i find that this approach does actually get a fair amount of organic shares as well i don't spend too much time on it but uh, it is it seems to be enough and people get value from it that is all um, the unpaid approach Um, occasionally when there's an important um, post maybe a painting that I really want to promote or an event or a blog post which is important to me I will boost that but also for a fairly nominal amount and that gets quite a lot of response so certainly the benefit here is that as far as paid advertising goes Facebook is extremely cheap compared to other print media or radio or anything like that facebook is extremely cheap for paid advertising and with what you can do to improve the reach of your advertising and fine-tune it um, it's really hard to beat having said that the conversions to sales is still a difficult thing to achieve i i certainly believe that except for a few um, low-cost Uh, gimmick things that do catch on but generally if you're working with the high-end price range it is not easy to convert to sales the best way is still to build up a relationship and trust over time which of course brings me to the next tweak that i think um, you need to keep in mind with any facebook strategy is to try and get people to your website 
to sign up for your mailing list. There's no um, getting away from that. Social media is not just an amplifier. It is also an opportunity to get people back to your website. And you need to make sure that your, your call to action and the text you put on encourages people to visit your website. And when they're on there, that they should be encouraged to sign up to your mailing list. Okay, so I think that is essential. Other social media that I've used for some time is uh, Instagram. And let me just say that I clearly do not use Instagram uh, strategically or intentionally because uh, my growth on there is quite slow. I post infrequently and I don't use any paid promotions and I certainly don't use any uh, systems or software or for and for a follow and that type of approach. I use Instagram really for fun. I see some excellent art on there and and other artists and people that I like to follow because I like to see their stuff. It's as simple as that. I, f- I do find it a bit more of a friendlier place to be honest, than uh, being on a Facebook timeline, which I don't really enjoy at all. But Instagram's definitely more laid back and the quality of images and items being shared is generally of a higher quality, which is great. So that's what you want. You don't want to look at stuff that brings you down. But as far as generating traffic or even conversions to sales or things like that, um, I don't work Instagram for that. And that obviously does show because I'm not a a mega uh, user, as you can see, although I do enjoy it. And um, if you want to check me out on Instagram and and follow and that's fantastic, I will probably follow you as well. Then um, Twitter, not really a great fan, to be honest, and something that you have to really work, I think, to make work for you. So I'm not going to spend much time on that. One area I do want to talk a bit more about is Pinterest. Pinterest still considered probably fairly new in the game but has grown up I think and is now a big player in the social media market. A couple of misconceptions about Pinterest which I bought into right at the start was um, it was just for um, women and as a male um, artist I would probably not get much out of it etc and I should be doing other or I should be on other social media however I quickly got to enjoy using Pinterest all right there's simply no getting away from the fact that you can find almost anything uh, and generally so pretty high percentage of what you do find that's relevant to you is of a high quality Um, people just generally don't put bad images or bad information on Pinterest it is a, um, a system which rewards good quality information and useful stuff. I think the, the users on Pinterest are generally of, um, uh, how can I put this perhaps more delicately, but I think they are a discerning uh, group of people, all types of course, but generally share a desire for good quality everything. Okay, the, the images that you put on, the information, the solutions you provide, the helpfulness that you can provide to others, all of a good quality. So the overall experience is really excellent in that regard. It's really like a massive curated, curating just about every interest in the world 
is being curated by people on Pinterest and you can find the good stuff that has already been checked and vetted by most of the people using it. Uh, and that's an extremely powerful thing. The format is extremely visual. The boards that people use to pin stuff on, extremely visual and appealing and easy to use. What is so great about Pinterest for artists? Well, in general, it's a great place to find um, what other artists are doing. Um, whether you use this for learning or simply for inspiration, or just keeping in touch with the art world, there's few places as good as this. If you are interested in a certain genre of art, for me perhaps it's impressionist kind of painting, I can find everything I want from the old impressionist right through to modern contemporary from artist to artist. I can create separate boards for each of them, group boards, whatever. All the images that appeal to me save them on different boards and they're always there. Other people then get to follow these boards as well because I've done some of the work for them and they get to enjoy seeing what I put out there and they can then repin things on their boards. So that is basically how the curatorship side works and it works extremely well. Pinterest is not a overtly social system. It's not like you're chatting to people regularly, but you can, of course, communicate, leave comments and share stuff on Pinterest as well. That sort of limited form of interaction and sharing is really great, I think, because it's not distracting you from the main purpose that brings you to Pinterest in the first place. You're not getting sidelined by some political commentary or somebody um, losing their rag over something that's happened in the world. It's not filled with distractions. What you're getting is what you want to see for most, for the most part. There's quite a lot to to learn about Pinterest, and in fact, and I am putting together a course specifically for um, artists who want to get into Pinterest quite quickly and learn the ropes and get um, something going for themselves. Um, to cut a long story short here, I must say that out of all the social media channels that I do use, Pinterest is by far and away the best. The traffic that I do get back to my website through Pinterest is phenomenal. It leaves everything else way, way back in the dust. The second part of that is I'm not paying a cent to promote anything or sell anything on Pinterest. I'm not spending any money whatsoever. I can't even think of getting the amount of traffic through paid Facebook posts as compared to what I'm getting for free through Pinterest. For some people find this difficult to believe and they, they just don't get Pinterest. But I can assure you that for example, the amount of traffic I'm getting through promoting blog posts on Pinterest is, let's say, for every 100 people that visit on Pinterest, I get one through Facebook. And that is sort of the scale of difference. What is the, the secret to this? I don't really think there is a secret as such. It's simply that I believe anyway that people have been getting um, useful information via my Pinterest pins and checking out my blog and finding what I'm doing there to be helpful to them. 
I think that is absolutely critical because Pinterest users don't want their time wasted by useless and misleading pins and information. They don't want to have to click through to someone's website and feel that they've wasted their time. If that happens, you're going to get a very cold response. However, if you do give value back on your website, you are going to get your pinned uh, repins are going to be happening quite a lot. And the effect of a few repins is phenomenal compared to, for example, a shared post on other social media platforms. The good thing about a repin is that it pinned on someone else's page and remains there and can come up again and again and again because when you browse somebody else's board, for instance, you're going to come across that pin again and again because it doesn't go away like on a timeline on Facebook or Instagram. When that timeline goes by, it's gone. The chances of of looking beyond the timeline are very slim. But on Pinterest, checking out somebody's board of pins, you're going to come across a particular pin over and over again. And this is proven on my blog stats, for instance, where many articles are years old and I'm still generating a whack load of traffic for that particular article that I wrote three or four years ago. I'm still getting a big amount of visitors each month. Every month, that one pin is still doing work. Of course, I can post a fresh pin, create a new pin, and um, keep things uh, working even more effectively. The, the longevity of a pin is something that is fantastic. And the result of so much traffic, back to my blog articles, of course, is doing great things for building my mailing list. The mailing list growth has jumped phenomenally as well, thanks to people visiting from Pinterest. And that, I think, is in itself a major plus and a major conversion or goal achieved in social media. I'm not too sure what the effect of uh, promoted pins will have. Um, One day I will give that a try. But uh, for now, I'm very happy with the way that uh, the Pinterest experience is working out for me. I have to say that you've got to persist, though. It is a consistency issue rather than um, flooding people's experience with with too many pins. I don't think that helps at all. I think having one good pin each day or even every other day is going to do more for you than flooding Pinterest with pins on any particular day. What about services that help you with your pinning? First of all, obviously, you want um, a service on your website that encourages people to pin each image on your site. Secondly, you don't want to be worried about copyright issues. Either you embrace that or it's going to hold you back. I think most people embrace the fact as well. So don't worry about copyright. Um, I want people who share pictures of my work. It's as simple as that. Um, Other services that I find very useful, you can try out Tailwind. I find Tailwind is a very good scheduling program. It does make scheduling pins very simple. It also has a fabulous little um, feature called Tribes, where you can join other groups of people with similar interests. And you can repin their pins and they can repin your pins. It does have a marked effect 
on the amount of traffic you'll have. So if you join a good group and you get several repins from those users, plus the effect of pinning to your own boards as well, you can find a big jump in traffic. So I certainly recommend that you try out Tailwind. It does have a free account and even using the free account, you're going to get a lot of benefit from that. Also start a business account on Pinterest so you get access to the analytics. Very useful analytics. I'm not as involved as Facebook perhaps, but certainly plenty for you to figure out where the action is. Another great thing is you don't have to only create public boards on your account. You can create private ones as well where you can save um, stuff that is useful for your own business that you don't necessarily want other people to see or you clutter up your board with inconsistent type of pins. So you can create private ones as well. I think also promote yourself on Pinterest in your business name to build up your brand they must know that they're dealing with you as a professional artist for instance keep your boards sort of consistent find on mine for example uh, my pinterest profile is md fine art md for malcolm dewey so md fine art you'll see that there are many boards but they're all consistent in the art industry and artists and studios and stuff like that so i do differentiate um, between different topics like master artists and impressionist artists and pins from my studio pins from my blog and artist videos and various things like that but there's a common theme and that's pretty pretty self-evident i don't think it's a good idea to promote yourself as one thing and then have pins of all sorts of other interests that um, don't really back up or support or may even be off-putting to people considering you as a brand and I guess we all have to consider ourselves as a brand these days to keep us focused on the main thrust or main line of the work we're doing. I'm going to have much more on Pinterest from my experience and how I set things up and uh, put that in a in a short course that's going to be coming up soon so if you want to be inf kept informed of that just um, join up um, list as well on my website and and you'll be informed of that so once again there it is i'm encouraging people to sign up but you know that is the best thing to do um, if you are interested in somebody and the work they're doing sign up for their mailing list you're going to get their special offers you're going to get some good stuff good information and if you don't like it, you can always unsubscribe. You know, it's no big deal. Try at Pinterest, try at Tailwind as well. There are a couple of other services, but I don't encourage jumping into paid services at an early stage. You must really be getting proper benefit and substantial benefit from a service before you exchange your hard-earned dollars. So try it out and um, also let me know what social media is really working well for you and i think the yardstick must always be what is the conversion rate of whatever you're trying to achieve okay if you're trying to get people to sign up on your mailing list then each day you must be seeing that there are positive results people have signed up to your email list if it's sales and you're retailing a lot of stuff through your website you must be able to show sales are happening. 
and where are those cells coming from. So if, if something is not converting in some form or, or another according to your particular desires or strategies, then you must really look hard at that. If something is converting phenomenally for you, then certainly you can put some money behind it as well and uh, push it and, and focus on it. You can't use everything to the same effect. One is going to stand out and obviously double down on that. Um, other social media channels. The other social media channel that I haven't spoken too much about is YouTube. It is a slightly different animal, I think, unless you're a celebrity on YouTube. However, um, YouTube continues to grow for me and it is very encouraging and I enjoy putting uh, videos up on YouTube. So it's definitely a growing part of my social media strategy and I do get traffic from YouTube as well. But um, like I said, Pinterest number one by a country mile and then probably the others, Facebook, YouTube, sort of neck and neck way back there and out of the two i'd probably choose youtube as um, something i really enjoy because it is also a creative process but i'll talk more about youtube in the future for now please feel free to to join me on pinterest as well and let me know how it's working for you and um, i hope it also gets you a lot of benefit the show is also brought to you by my new course critic painting for beginners Check it out on my website and uh, try it out for yourself. I've got um, some special offers for you as well for acrylic painting if you're interested in looking at that and getting started in that area. Plus many other um, painting courses that you might find interesting as well. Check them out on my website at malcolmdurifineart.com. Just look for painting courses. Okay, I've enjoyed telling you more about um, what has worked for me on social media and what hasn't and uh, we'll chat again soon and until then cheers for now